the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Whether you have pain in your back or joints, surgery may not be the answer. Instead of the dangers involved in cutting out tissue, consider healing and rejuvenating the area with stem cells, platelet-rich plasma, or prolotherapy. The treatments that are available to professional athletes are now available for you. Watch the videos at jointrehab.com or call the Darrow Wellness Institute at 800-300-9300. 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Welcome back to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. I'm your host, Nita Valens, and we are taking your calls and questions at 1-866-870-5752. And right now we're on the phone with Marilyn in West L.A. Boy, Marilyn, we've got a big screen here of callers, so I'm going to talk to you just okay. for a minute. I want, I want okay. to use you for the example uh, for the new listeners after the break. So Marilyn has an 86-year-old friend um, who had a hip replacement, ended up with a leg shorter than the other, and then had to have a back surgery, which failed also. So, you know, the keynote of this show is take the surgery out of pain. That means don't do it. That's not the way to be trying to fix things, to take things out of the body. The way to fix it is to regenerate the tissue. And it doesn't work for everything. My work doesn't work for everything. But I can tell you this, I've probably saved... You know, I'm going to make up a number, so don't hold me to it. Probably about 10,000 people over these years have been doing this from having surgery. And we all know there are, well, actually we don't. Us doctors know there is a diagnosis called failed back syndrome, and that's what your friend has. And if there's a diagnosis that says that, that means there's too many of those that are going on and that people are not getting better. So thank you for calling in, Marilyn. We really appreciate you. Thank you. That's awesome. And I'm looking for your call. And that would be at 1-866-870-5752, 1-866-870-5752. And let's go to Carol in Huntington Beach. Hello, Carol. Oops. No, wait. Oops. No. Um, the board <laughs> is not letting me. Okay. Now it's letting me. Hmm. Maybe not. Okay. Carol, now, are you Carol, there? Are you, do we have you? Hi, yes. Carol. Okay, go ahead. Hi. Carol, we're going to need you to scream at us because you sound like you're as big as a mouse right now. There <laughs> Is you go. it better? Yeah, that's a lot better. So this okay. is Dr. Mark Darrow, Living Pain-Free. And um, on the board it says that uh, there's a meniscus tear involved with somebody's knee. Who is that? That is me. Aha. Which knee? Uh, it's actually my right medial. Okay. okay. And um, what, what I'm, my question is... Um, I've had it for about a year now, and I run, and I do yoga, and I'm very active, and I'm 55 years old, and I, I, I got in on your last conversation with the other meniscus tear, with the other, or whoever right, it was. Right, right, right. I, I had a handle, I don't know what you call it, a handle Bucket handle tear, tear. Bucket handle on my left. Yes. So I had to have surgery, so I do know what that's like. Um, however, on my right... 
I I can live with this, but I've been hearing so much about this prolotherapy, and I, I it's starting to like feel worse as time goes on, and I I don't know if I, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I well, my first thought you're not going to like that I should what <laughs> that you didn't had to have surgery on the left knee. Yeah. Oh, really? No, I hear it all the time, all day long. My surgeon says I have to do that. Okay. Or I'll end up with arthritis. Guess what? Guess what happens when you have a, a knee surgery? You well, end up with arthritis immediately yeah. because I, I, all yeah. the cushion is taken out. Mm-hmm. Part of the mm-hmm. surgery is to clean up all the loose tissue that's floating around. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look inside, um, you know, if you look at a knee before the surgery, you're going to see for anybody pretty much, you're mm-hmm. going to see all kinds of frayed tissue. But that doesn't mm-hmm. mean they're having pain because of that, and that doesn't mean you should clean it out. Mm-hmm. To me, that's mm. it's not proper thinking. Mm. Um, and now, you know, I always say this during every show. I'm not here to bash surgeons. I think they, I they are great people. I mean, I don't want to do surgery for many mm-hmm. reasons. One of the reasons, honestly, is because it's hard. That is hard work, and they're the brightest bunch of all, I think, mm-hmm. in medicine. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I think that we've gone into a rut with surgery. I think it's overdone. I think that out of all the orthopedic surgical procedures, I think, you know, I'm going to make up a silly number. Probably point zero zero one of them should be done. And I think wow. the rest should be done by regenerative medicine, by regrowing the tissue. And we do that with three major methods. One is dextrose prolotherapy. Uh-huh. The other is platelet-rich plasma called PRP. Uh-huh. And then the one that works really the best these days is stem cells, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which we take from the bone marrow. So uh-huh. I have a lot of luck, you might say, with doing this with with all the people that said they had to have surgery and they never had to have it. So that's, wow. that's point number one. Uh-huh. Point number two, meniscal tear does not equal pain. You probably heard me say that before. And you, I heard you say you've had this meniscal tear for one year. Oh, yeah, easily. Easily. Well, yeah. the point is this. You may have had pain for a year, but that meniscal tear may have been there for 20 years. Oh. We find wow. that people can have meniscal tears and not have any pain. We oh. find that people can have herniated discs in their back and not have any pain. We oh. find that doc, that you know doctors do these studies to take people that are healthy without any pain, and we find that that people can have rotator cuff tears in their shoulder and not have pain. We wow. find that people that have degenerative disc disease have no pain. So why are we going to do surgery because of a diagnostic film? That is not, to me, the way to do things. Mm-hmm. We need mm-hmm. to examine the person, and I get this all the time. Someone has a herniated disc, I examine them, they have no leg pain at all, They have pain in the back, and it's a ligamentous problem, which we can solve very easily with regenerative medicine. Okay. So be careful, Carol. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Is somebody clicking? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm putting the silverware away. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, guess what? There's a lot of people that are very happy to hear you do that. (laughs) i got to be busy while I'm chatting with you. I hear you. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, we're going to move on. Thank you so much for your call. Really appreciate it. The main it. thing, Carol, is there's great hope for your knee healing. No promises, 
but great hope, and I think that regenerative medicine is going to be the way. All righty. Thank you so much. We're going to go to Adele in Laguna Woods. Hello, Adele. Dr. Mark Darrow, how's your foot? Well, hello, doctor. Oh, that's so wonderful that you, I was able to, to speak with you. Oh, and it's um, so wonderful to speak to you. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Well, I, I like everything I hear, the way you treat issues. Uh, and um, I am going to see a doctor. I have an appointment for uh, surgery, uh, you know, the uh, bunion surgery. Okay. I have rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. I'm, I'm 76. Okay. And I'm in very good uh you know, a condition with the arthritis. I Good. take medication. Okay. And, and I walk a lot, and I'm very active. I like the outdoors. Okay, let me ask you a question. This is the pointed question. Yes. Is the bunion painful, or is it just cosmetically unpleasing? Well, it is painful. The only thing, I cannot wear any shoes, you know, dressy shoes. Yeah. And um, just, um, you know, sneakers. And, um, well, let me ask I, the question over again. Yes. Is it painful that the problem is, or is it unsightly? Uh, it's uh, painful a lot of times. Okay, but what's, I, the, what's your main issue in getting the surgery? To get rid of the pain or to make it look better? Both. Okay. If it's both, then, you know, if it's cosmetic, you're going to have to do surgery to get rid of the lump. Okay, so that's number yeah. one. If it's not cosmetic that you're doing it for and it's just pain, then you can get orthotics put in your shoes and they'll get rid of the pain along with regenerative medicine. Uh, doctor, I have orthotics. I've had them for a long time. Okay, well, then you probably, well, look, it doesn't really matter particularly for you because you do it, you're going to do the surgery for cosmetics and nothing I can do can fix the cosmesis in that, in that, uh, joint that's overgrown because your foot's unstable. You're, that's like horses out of the barn trying to close the door now. You already have been wearing the bad shoes for too many years. Yes. And I get, I cannot tell you the number of women I get that come in with high heels or shoes that have, um, I forget, what are they called, Nita? They, they're high in the Stilettos? No, no, not even that, those. Oh, platforms. Platform shoes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, the kind that the Romans used to wear with the straps around and all that? Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But that's, yeah. you know, if you're going to do that, there's not much I can do to help you. Well, um, I... Uh, you sound exasperated, honey. You need to have that surgery. Hmm. End of well, story. Well, my rheumatologist said it's from the arthritis, the rheumatoid arthritis, that the, 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 the toes and everything... Well, I haven't seen your foot, so I can't answer. Yeah, that. yeah. And and are they successful? I I don't. They want what are they? The surgery. I see them go both ways. I see. I don't like people to get surgery. You know, the byline of our show is keep the surgery out of pain. Yes. But you know, in certain cases, that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Now you did say you could wear sneakers. Yes. Well, I'd say and wear your fancy clothes with sneakers. All right. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes it hurts. Uh, and well, I if it's a pain a, issue, you a come to me. Shot. 
Yeah, but cortisone won't last, and it actually destroys the cartilage. So that's not something that I'd like you to do. I'd like you to regenerate some of the cartilage that's worn down. Yes, yes. And uh, We have a big board here, and I think we've gone over it all, Adele. So God bless you, and and we're going to move on. Okay, Anita? Absolutely. Okay, thank you so much, Adele. And we're going to take more of your calls at 1-866-870-5752. And we're going to Monica in Los Angeles. Hello, Monica. Dr. Mark Darrow. And finally, we get a left ankle today. What's going on with yours? Well, um, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate and, you, too. Well, the reason I'm calling you today is because I've been having um, pain on my left ankle. And um, I really don't know what could be the reason. And it's getting worse and worse. Is it on the outside of the foot, underneath yes. the underneath the lump that we call the lateral malleolus? Mm-hmm. All right, there's a ligament there, several ligaments actually. The most uh-huh. commonly caused ligament problem on the body is the anterior talofibular ligament in the ankle. So that's most okay. likely what's going on. You probably turned your foot a little bit, and uh, it's just so common. I see them all the time, and they generally heal up very well. There could be arthritis going on in there. We could take a look and see. Uh, Mm -hmm. So there's good hope ahead for you. Are you able to walk? I'm sorry? Are you able to walk? I can walk, yes. But um, um, usually in the morning I'm I'm fine, but then in the middle of the day I'm starting to, to have pain and it is very uncomfortable. Well, I would consider for that problem... If it's what I think it is, the platelet-rich plasma would be beautiful for healing that up. Okay. And um, will I have to go to the, your clinic or... Yeah, unless you want to fly me to your house. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, I guess I, I can make an appointment then. I can... Um, can 800-300-9300. That's all you have okay. to do. 800 300 9300? Yeah, you got it. Okay. And Julia is by the phones now. If you are interested in calling, you can always leave a message if she doesn't pick up, and she'll call you back. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your call. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, John, you're right down the block from me, huh? Okay, let's go. No, I just... Where is John? Hmm. Pacific Palisades. Yes. Is he still there? Yeah. Well, my board is kind of freaking out here. So <laughs> as soon as my little technical glitch is over, I hope to find John. Where... John, are you there with us? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Cool, man. I hear you like you're right across the street. Okay, great. This is Dr. Mark Darrow. And uh, just tell me what street you live on. Uh, Mount Holyoke. Uh, I've seen it, but I don't remember where that is. It's above the village? Yes. Okay, beautiful area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're incredible at explaining the sources of pain. I've got plantar fasciitis. Okay. Can you give me a quick synopsis? What in this situation is the source of the pain? I know what the fascia are, the, the units that run back to the heel, hook into the That's heel. That's right. What is it that triggers the pain? I've been diagnosed. They did an ultrasound, and they said I got 8 millimeters of scar tissue. Okay. Will the... Uh, what is the pain caused by? Is it the scar tissue, and then will the PRP or the dextrose help that? What's what's the reality here? Well, you've you've used the foot quite a bit. Are you a runner or something? Uh, no, I do a lot of walking. A, a lot, lot of walking, walking work too. Okay, um, it's just a stretch injury is all it is. 
So what happens is when you tow off, in other words, when you're ambulating, walking, in your gait cycle, that we call it, when you get to the toe, the bottom of the foot stretches. Are you overweight, John? No, just maybe 10 pounds. 15. Okay, that's probably not doing it. So um, every part of the body can break down with overuse. It doesn't matter what it is. Everybody says the same thing to me. What caused it? How come it's just on one side? Right. <laughs> you know, it's just because that particular part of the body um, has generated a weakness through overuse in most cases. Or it could have been a quick step that stretched it, mm-hmm. right? Do you ever get an ankle sprain? Uh, no. Never? Never. I've had probably 50 of them. But you're but I'm a, I'm a, I run in the mountains. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, we get these things all over the body, and it's normal. But the part that's tough is these areas that get stretched out have a very poor blood supply. What you call the fascia is dense collagen and very poor blood supply. It's fed more by osmosis than arteries or venue or um, arterioles. Mm-hmm. So what happens is once it gets stretched out, it's a weak point in the body. And that would be a good case for PRP, platelet-rich plasma, to regrow the tissue and quiet down the inflammation. You would be in a walking boot for a while also, probably six to eight weeks until this healed up. Interesting. Okay. Um, so is it the fascia? When they say there's eight millimeters of scar tissue, <clears throat> is that the collagen of the fascia is enlarged and yes. scarred? Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. So the PRP or the dextrose, I understand if I've read your book, creates more healthy new tissue. Absolutely, and it quiets down the inflammation. And first it causes inflammation. Right, right. But then when new tissue is laid down and it becomes more stable, the inflammation decreases. Okay, and in your experience, maybe in the older days when you did pretty much dextrose, how many treatments typically to... I wouldn't do dextrose on it, really, because it's more pokes, and no one likes getting poked, in the, especially in the foot. Well, what's your experience been in recent years with the PRP? How many treatments? PRP is generally maybe two treatments. But again, I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing anything or promising sure. oh, you I one know. thing. Because um, you can get a treatment and be getting better, and then you can take a funny step and re-injure it. So. Uh-huh. And how far apart do you do the PRP? I generally do it every couple of weeks. Oh, it's that quickly. Okay. Well, I mean, if someone comes in from out of town, if somebody flies in from another country or something... Mm-hmm. And they're there for a week. I might do three or four treatments. I might do. Wow. Okay. I, might I, thought, do, I thought there was a longer distance between the PRP. Okay. Well, you you can. A lot of docs wait a long time, and I've done that because you know I have to suit every patient in a different way, and some people um, cannot, um, for whatever reason, be there in a couple of weeks. So it might be six weeks. It might be six months. I see. I see. But in okay. my experience, and I think I think. From what I know, I do more of this than any person in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, and what all, does the boot do? Does it you didn't let me finish, John. Okay, sorry. So I think based on my experience, um, you know, this isn't based on studies. This is my experience. The more frequently these pre- procedures are done, the quicker a person is healed. Now, I have friends that do it every six weeks. And let's say, for example, that this treatment for plantar fasciitis would be two treatments. So six weeks plus six weeks is how many weeks? Twelve. And two weeks is how many weeks? Two weeks. Which would you rather have? Yeah, absolutely. The two week would be much faster, yes. Um, so, what does the boot do? Does it disable something that's injuring yes, the fascia? Yes, exactly. It stops that toe-off 
from stretching the plantar fascia because the foot is flat when it walks. Interesting. Okay, I know that the PRP is quite a bit more expensive. If I opted for... It's not quite a bit more expensive because by the time you get more injections Mm -hmm. with dextrose, it's it's probably cheaper to do the PRP. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and in the past, though, you were successful with the dextrose. I'm definitely successful with the dextrose, no it's question about it. It's just more treatments. More it's treatments. just more treatments, that's all. And is it cumulative? If you had dextrose done, a number of treatments, and then, you know, a month went by, and you yes, didn't do it's, it, it, it keeps it's building? definitely it's, keeps building. And if you look at my book, I think it's page, gosh, I don't have, well, I do have a copy right here. Let me see if I can find it. It's right in the beginning. It's uh, page... 20 or 22? Page 12. You can see the cells under a microscope, okay? Photomicrographs. Right. And you see new tissue is built. Well, every time you get an injection, new tissue is built. So if, you're, if you have a very fancy antique car and it needs a paint job, how many coats of paint are you going to put on it? Yeah, multiple paints. Right? How many? A lot. A lot. Like you hear people doing 20 or 30 coats of paint. They don't go to Earl Scheib to get one coat of paint. Okay, well, let me ask you. The doctor that I'm seeing now says that ultimately he may have to do a procedure called 10X where they suck the scar tissue out. So how does that reconcile with what you're saying, that the more tissue in there, the better, as long as it's not inflamed, of course. What do you think of those procedures that would go in there? Well, I don't know what 10X is. But if it's a procedure that will remove the scar, the scar tissue, at the same time it's removing the scar tissue, what do you think it's doing? Well, they said it's just a thin needle that goes... Yeah, well, I use a thin needle, too, but what do you think the thin... I hope it's not damaging the fascia. Well, no, I'm not saying that. It's causing trauma. Right. I'm not saying damage, but it's causing trauma, and it's doing prolotherapy at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. So it's going to increase the blood flow. Yes. I've never taken out scar tissue anywhere in the body, and people heal. Yeah, that's what's puzzling me, is they're saying, compared to my healthy heal, this one has 8 millimeters of scar tissue, and that's the one that's got the pain. So if I'm going to do more trauma to it with the dextrose or the PRP in a healing... uh, Yeah, but you're forgetting one thing, John. When we do a regenerative medicine technique of stem cells or PRP or dextrose or a million other things you could use, we are creating... And that's why I want you to look at the book. On the, sure. Because they're inflammatory cells that go to the area, and they chew up all the bad stuff. I see. Okay. So we get people with 8 millimeter plantar fasci, and, and when we finish with them, it's not. Interesting. They, so it eats up the... You don't end they up chew with white more? blood cells. They chew up debris. Interesting. Okay. So I They remodel I, the tissue. Got it. Got it. Okay. Sounds... Uh, now, I understand PRP is quite a bit more... Painful. No, it's not any more painful, really. Uh, not the injection, but the post-healing period, isn't it? Well, you know, it's more inflammatory, but no, it's not a big deal. Okay. All right. Well, I'll certainly consider this as an option. By the way, you're very eloquent in your speech. What do you do for a living? Uh, I manufacture some products that I sell around the world for audio accessory improvement. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank well, God you bless so you, John. Thank appreciate you, John. the call. Thank you so much for your help. Okay, right. we're going to go to Jack in San Dimas. Jack, Dr. Darrow, what's going on with your knee? Uh, hi, doctor. Um, I had an operation, a meniscus operation, lateral, you know, yeah. about eight years ago, and I'm, I'm, I've been sorry ever since. You've been what ever since? 
I've been sorry ever since. Sorry. Yeah, well, that's what I, that's the story I hear all day long. Yeah. From patients. Uh, and then I went back. Uh, my my right knee was uh, kind of uh, giving me trouble. So I went back to the doctor, and he went to do a knee replacement. And I said, No, I think I'll try other options. And and the right knee is okay, but the left knee that operated on was just in bad shape now. You know, so. Well, you uh, know, I'm sorry to say this because you know in my training I talk about this all the time. I loved orthopedic surgery. It was so much fun. And I was very disappointed when I had one on my shoulder, and it got much worse. My shoulder actually blew up, and my whole arm blew up like a balloon full of fluid. So I my knee. <laughs> so I, I jumped ship immediately after that, and I was like, i got to find another way to heal because I don't think that heals. So I'm sorry you had the surgery. Almost everybody that comes into my office after bad surgery is sorry they had that surgery. And I'm filled with patients that have had the surgery and wish they didn't. So, yeah. Well, about a couple years after that, I had the surgery. I ran into a, a name of uh, Dr. Mark Merrill. Oh, I'm sorry. That's about it. Go to it. jointrehab.com, and you can email me through that website. Okay, all of you, if we didn't have time for you, go to that website, jointrehab.com. I want to thank Alex and Christian and Fran in production, and, and thank all of you for listening and participating. And thank all you callers and listeners, and Nita Valens, thank you. Thank and you. And Warren Eckstein with the Pet Show before us, thank you for a great show, too. And we'll see you next time. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.